Thanks for listening to 981KZE. I am Rick, your host of the Up and Running Morning Show. Gives me great pleasure to introduce to you a holistic health counselor and extraordinary woman, Caroline Phipps. Good morning, Rick, and how are you on this beautiful spring day? I'm doing fine. I'm enjoying the weather, enjoying the morning. 
everything's great. And you're here. Yes. What could be better? Well, and you're the most likable person I know. And we're going to talk about likability. Huh. And Isn't how, how that do cool? you determine that I am the most likable? Well, because you demonstrate many of the traits that really likable people have. I like playing with my phone a lot. Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about why that may not be such a good <laughs> idea, shall we? But let's welcome everybody on Facebook, uh, streaming live this morning, and Periscope. Yep, and that's at Rick, Mr. Roper on Periscope, and Caroline Phipps on Facebook. And now... You've been here month after month for quite some time, so it's great to have you back. And you have a series of, well, uh, elegance in living. And why don't you tell folks about the website? Yes, the website is all about exploring inner elegance and looking to what, what almost seem like deceptively simple strategies for leading a more mm. elegant life. Because the world doesn't feel so elegant all the time at the moment, but what we can do is control uh, how we react to it and how we behave. Mm. Which is um, hard to do, and having some good tools in the toolbox definitely right. helps out. Exactly. So I thought today uh, we could talk a little bit about likability and why it matters, because I think there's a mythology that uh, likable people are always the good looking people mm. and the super duper talented people. But it's not actually true. Likability is something that you can establish for yourself mm. and you can actually choose to be more likable. And how would you go about doing that? I mean, you know, you are who you are and every day you carry yourself through your life. So how can you choose to be more likable? Well, the things that make people likable are being authentic, mm -hmm. you know, being being real, uh, being transparent and being good at understanding somebody else's point of view, even if maybe you don't necessarily go with uh, with what they're saying or doing just giving them space to be who they need to do they need to be and there are certain key behaviors that you can put into place that are going to make you more likable well it's that's also not such an easy thing to do. It's not such an easy thing to do, but I thought let's give maybe a few simple things that we can all do and we can start to, to practice. And one of them to get to your issue yeah, about yeah. the cell phone is nobody likes to be with somebody who is even glancing at their phone if you're in a conversation. Right. So if you're in a meeting at work or you're in a restaurant or... You're trying to talk to your significant other mm -hmm. and they're looking down at the phone all the time and, and just glancing at it. That makes us feel not listened to and not respected. Right. right? Or not as important as whatever's coming in or going bing on your phone. Yes, exactly. So it's about being here now and being present and mm. Let's not forget sort of turning it around. We we love it when we feel that people are really paying us attention, right, don't we? Right. Like we're the only ones in the room. Exactly. So it sounds like a cliche, but we do actually love that. So be mindful about the phone. Mm. Uh, so now I have to just make a little side note. I generally use the phone when there's nothing else to do. Like, And I appreciate the company I'm with. So... 
I don't get distracted from that to look at the phone, but in other times, you'll find me, you know, with downtime. Well, I think I think that's allowed. Okay, but and uh, you know, you're a likable guy, so you're going to have a lot of people texting and emailing you, Rick, (laughs) and twittering, (laughs) and twittering, exactly. Uh, So that's an important one. Uh, Another one would be to. Have the most fun that you can in life. So we love people who are fun to be with, right? Mm. But not fun to the point where nothing gets done because, you know, that starts out to be fun and then it becomes frustrating. But to be with uh, people who get things done but have the, the most fun that great work allows. So what do you do with your lover? You have fun. Okay. Very Just important. Sure. Yeah, extremely important thing that, to have that fun. Takes away from a lot of other fun activities. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so it's very important to, to get things done but to to have fun at the same time. And let's say you're at work mm. and you've got a project to do, um, put some fun in there and you know, help people to realize that it's not just the work that matters, it's them too. So if you if you employ people or you work with other people, make them feel mm feel good about themselves as well because they, they're going to want to help you a whole lot more. Now, every once in a while around here where we're musically based here in the office of 981KZE, we are also visual people. So every once in a while, one of us will tell another one, did you check this out on YouTube? And before you know it, there's five of us around one desk watching a video, which is great. And it's a great way to take a break and also... Well, have a little social time with the people you work with and say, that was really cool. Thanks for showing me that. And also there's a camaraderie, which it's just a few minutes of happy time. Yeah. Which is just perfect. And then we go about, you know, taking over the world. Exactly. And I think, uh, to your point, a few minutes of happy time is perhaps one of the, the best things that we could live mm. leave with people yeah. today. You know, it's like it doesn't all have to be so intense and, and likable people. They uh, Studies have shown that they're more effective mm. and they're more productive because people want to be with them. They want to join the project. But they don't have to be told. Too, yeah. Too. Uh, yeah. Such as even sharing a video, because that's part of your personality then if it turned you on in some way like I laugh for five minutes watching this then when you share that with somebody they get a little bit of an insight to you and what makes you tick and before you know it you're just that much more likable exactly <laughs> exactly that's right so but you know you're the you're the the king of likability huh. Rick I mean if you weren't likable you wouldn't have you know this amazing morning show right so so you demonstrate a lot of the traits that that are important. Um, another thing I think that uh, we we don't like in other people is when people brag too much. Mm. You know, unless there's a very particular point to it. I think that sort of bragging about how good and how great you are is, you know, we yeah, it's a bit of a turn off, right? Yeah. You know, we're not not so keen on that one. So, you know, you don't if if you're sure of yourself and you know what you're doing, you don't need to keep telling people. They're going to see it and they're going to know it and they're going to like you more for it. So that's a great thing. I I have an example of uh, something fun. I interviewed Boss Gags, and in the interview... Oh, you name dropper. I see. I'm doing everything that makes me unlikable. (laughs) But then on the other hand, it may make me more likable. But I went to see Boss Gags at the Ulster Performing Arts Center in Kingston, New York, and 
I interviewed him before the show and I told him that I grew up listening to his music in the backseat of my parents' car on an eight track and he started to giggle. You know, he giggled. So at the show, he said, yeah, I got a lot of songs. You may be hearing the hits from, you know, albums I've done, CDs I've done, and eight tracks, too. And I know all you people out there like your eight tracks. And the crowd started laughing. I bet. And I felt proud. I didn't say anything to anyone until this moment that he used my joke in his oh. stage banter, which was cool. And I sat there going, ah, thank you, boss. <laughs> you know, polished my nails on my shirt after that. And it was cool. And the people who knew and heard heard the interview were part of it as well and told me as i was taken off from the venue that was cool that he he mentioned the a-tracks <laughs> and that's a cool thing yeah and that's when uh, and i wouldn't describe that as either bragging or or name drop, dropping both of which can be really irritating but in i people haven't told when, anyone that yeah exactly <laughs> that's right so it's like when it's this really cool snippet that people want to know about then it's it's not the negative side it's like we want to know that thing about yeah. boss right that's that's really cool but when people constantly name drop to sort of validate right. themselves and brag about what they're doing to validate themselves uh, it's 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 not very likable mm. so in ourselves I think we need to remember that we are fine as we are and we don't need to do that right. to be like cool or people. to be patted on the back and like oh so that's what you do that's cool yeah exactly so uh, that's um, th those things I think are important. And another thing about likability is not when when you first meet people is to just be a little bit mindful about how quickly you share all these things mm. about your personal life. Because, you know, we don't always want to hear that from other people right. if we don't know them very well. Because then we feel, oh, well, I'm just somebody for them to tell these things to and they, huh. they don't much care about me. So sharing too soon is, is something else that can make you not terribly likable. Sharing later on when it's mutual sharing is is a very likable thing but sharing too soon can make you seem you know like you you you're not caring about them you just want to dump a whole lot of your problems on somebody else with that in mind a lot of people like to share on the internet yes, all they, kinds of things yes they pictures, do pictures <laughs> words yes they their do political point of view mm -hmm. and what they're eating mm hmm I personally look at a Facebook page and see somebody's dinner from last night and I say, what an artful creation, but I can't taste it. I don't want to see this. Yeah, I think oversharing on social media. I mean, studies have shown that people who overshare, as they call it, are looking for validation and endorsement of who they are and how many likes they yeah. get um, makes them, you know, feel good. But actually, if you overshare, the reverse happens. Mm. And to your point, do I do I really care what you had for dinner last night? And breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yes. And how artfully I prepared it with all these great, amazing aromatic spices. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so so oversharing on Facebook is another thing that can actually end up having the reverse effect. Mm. It can make you un unlikable. So now 
what do you suggest? How do you suggest people to be more likable? Well, I think some of these things are, are really important. Mm. So so quit the gossiping and the name dropping um, and the bragging. Mm. Put that phone to one side and really be present when mm. you're talking to somebody, you know, make them feel to your point, you're the you're the only person in the world and have an open mind about other people. Because mm. one thing that I always find deeply unlikable in other people is if I'm trying to have a conversation with them, but I know that their minds are so closed that it doesn't matter what I right. say, I'm not going to, to get through. There's no connection. There's no connection there. So to to have that open mind, okay, so I don't uh, necessarily agree with the position that you're taking right now, but I am going to listen to you because there's always something to be heard. So, so to be likable, have an open mind, even if it's not something that you, you uh, like their point of view or you're not going to go along mm. with, but, but be open to it. Being open is very, very important to likability. And also wiping the um, furrowed brow and the look of unhappiness from your face will definitely make you a little more likable as well, too. If you walk around with a frown and you're pissed off at everything, no one's going to want to hang out with you at all. Yes, and then you're going to feel worse, and then you're going to behave more badly, and then you're going to become even more unlikable. Mm. And and then you tend to think, oh, well, the likable people are all the beautiful people and the talented people. Not true. We can all work on being more likable. And the more likable we are, the more productive and effective we are at, at home, at work, you know, at play, all, all of it. It's, it's cool to be likable. Yeah, it is. And uh, the whole Arthur Miller death of a salesman. Yes, right. Exactly. I mean, unhappiness. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Be happy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I think everybody's task this week is to to, uh, go out and keep uh, elegantly mindful Mm. about being likable. It's way more fun. Yeah. And if you're smiling a lot and have great conversation that people are interested in and have great things to share mm-hmm. and these are things we all learned in kindergarten yes isn't that true you see all of these things we know but as we get older we tend to lose that wisdom we don't forget, we we forget that greatness that, yeah we oh, do yes learn how to share with others exactly and that's happiness which can be shared and that comes from within that's right so to everybody out there let's work on likability Yes, I'll, I'll do my best, but I find myself, um, you know, falling into these negative habits. I guess bragging and talking, and I don't know. I I don't believe I don't believe a single word of it. I th- I think your bragging and your talking are absolutely perfect. So well, I appreciate that, and that, that's what I do. It's my job, so I have to do that at times, and other times I just, you know, like to say, "Did you hear me on the radio with Caroline Phipps this morning? We were on." Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for being here. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much, for Rick, for having me. It's always a pleasure. And you'll be back next month. Indeed. And tell folks how they can get in touch with you and uh, why. Yes. Uh, people uh, exploring inner elegance, the website, carolinephipps.com.
shoot me an email, caroline at carolinephipps.com. And I do get people who are emailing in after the show, and I will pick one of those people to have an elegant coaching session with if they would like. So send me an email, caroline at carolinephipps.com. CarolineFips.com online and thanks for watching on Periscope and our first live Facebook broadcast, which was fun. So thank you. Thank you, Facebook watchers. Thank you, Periscope. And we are live on 981KZE in Red Hook, New York, and we'll be back with more musical diversity and a big thanks to Caroline Phipps. Thank you. The New York Times says the Town Crier Cafe offers down-home access to world-class performers. The Wall Street Journal calls it the finest roots music club. And since 1972, Hudson Valley music fans have called it an unforgettable night out with intimate performances and fine dining. On Main Street in the heart of Beacon, New York, the Town Crier brings you a menu featuring acclaimed natural and local fare. And not to be missed, desserts by renowned pastry chef Mary Saganer. Here's what's happening this week at the Town Crier. Monday and Wednesday, open mic at 7 p.m. Thursday, Jimmy LaFave. Friday, the Chris O'Leary Blues Band. Saturday, Slumbobian Circus of Dreams. Sunday, a free acoustic brunch from 11.30 to 2.30 with the Educated Fleas. And Sunday evening, a film screening and live music. When voices meet, Sharon Kelly.